Welcome to the Burn Bright Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping big-hearted, creative women battle burnout and live happy, healthy, vibrant lives. I'm Kelly Ann, a fellow big-hearted creative, a licensed therapist, and a proud, quirky millennial. Welcome to episode seven. I still don't know how to count. Um, I'm still not sure how they're counting these episodes. But today, I'm so glad to have you here, first of all. We are going to talk about some more tips on how to inject self-care into your lives and tie that into the bigger discussion and the theme for today and the title of today's podcast, which I'm excited about, which is, Oh Darling, Let's Be Adventurers. And I'm going to talk about three ways specifically that we can inject adventure and possibility and joy and hope into our lives, even in the most joyless or limited of circumstances. So let's dive into the episode. I'm so excited to have you guys back here. If you're returning, if this is your first time listening, again, welcome for being here. I hope you enjoy this space and you find it useful and helpful. Today, we're going to talk about, as I said, more on the series that we've been doing, which is we spend a little bit of time talking about simple and practical ways to inject self-care into your lives in a way that is easy and repeatable and helpfully bring some relief in truly stressful times that we're in. I want to start with a quote. As you know, I always do. There's two quotes this episode. One is the theme and the title of this episode, but the other one relates to self-care. is from Harry Emerson, and he says, no one can get inner peace by pouncing on it. And so I love this quote because it really represents the way some of us like to do self-care, not all of us, but some of us put self-care on our checklist after grocery shopping and cleaning and finishing a project from work. And it's another kind of chore that we either put last on our list and half-heartedly go through or hustle through the way we kind of hustle to achieve our goals, right? And I think we haven't talked about how self-care and inner peace, just like you, my lovely listener, is a delicate thing. I know we hear the word delicate and some of us kind of bristle. I used to be triggered by that word for years. (laughs) And now as I get older, I realize, yes, I, I am a delicate person in the sense that they're precious. And like all things delicate, they need to be cherished and taken care of. And so It has to be handled with tenderness, just like ourselves. And so when we think about self-care, it's really important this week, I want you to understand the importance of being gentle with yourself and your practice. I've talked about ways to have self-care in your life, and I've given you a bunch of tips on how to do so and ideas, but I really want to talk about gentleness today and the way that we can, you know, put some gentleness in our practice of self-care. And so my challenge is for you for this week, when you think about your self-care routine, whatever that may be, that you add some gentleness to it or you think about some gentleness. So I'm not opposed to working out as we've talked about before. It's so important to get cardio in, especially now during these times. But this week, can you think about self-care if that's how you've defined it? 
Can it be something more gentle? Can you do yoga or a guided meditation? Can you spend some time, if possible, curled up with a good book or enjoying a bubble bath? Is there some activity you can do that's really gentle, like painting or writing or drawing or singing? Anything that brings some ease and gentleness into your life that's also a self-care activity versus something that may be a little more high energy or high amped. Because part of self-care is about taking it easy on yourself and not to say that other activities that bring you joy, like going out with friends or having a virtual cocktail, like happy hour, having a virtual happy hour with your friends, there's nothing wrong with that. That is excellent and great self-care. However, I challenge you to put your mind on elements of self-care that are all about gentleness and ease, that force you to slow down, that force you to think, or or even the absence of thinking. Maybe it's meditation and doing some meditation where you just kind of let your brain go other places and find a little home and relax for a little bit. So this week, find a way to inject ease into your self-care. As I've said, you know, I've given you some suggestions uh, already. So find a way to do that in the week. And, And last but not least, step away from your phones and step back into your life. I think one of the ways we can initiate gentleness into our self-care routine is by disconnecting and so and by being more present. And so the other part of the challenge in self-care is to know when to turn the phone off, put it on silent, put it away, even if it's just for an hour, and step back into your life with ease and gentleness and see if that doesn't come up with a way to kind of preserve some kind of inner peace. I promise you it will bring you a level of peace and that is priceless, one, but such a foundational part of a good self-care practice. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is today's theme of the episode, which is, oh darling, let's be adventurers. And it comes with a little bit of a story. For those of you who are just listening or have just started listening, I'm going to lose you already as I tell you a story that, yes, involves Disney, princesses, and Kelly's childhood dreams. But (laughs) it's important. I swear there's a point to this story. Just bear with me. So the movie Beauty and the Beast came out when I was about 10 years old, give or take. And I saw it probably to rent later. We were poor, so I doubt I saw it in theater. But I saw it maybe when I was 11 or 12. And there's this part of Beauty and the Beast, if you've ever seen it, where Belle, who is like one of my heroes, is this book nerd, basically, who's just head in a book, has all these plans, and the town just wants her to get married. And so she breaks into song, as is a Disney princess is known to do in the land of Disney. And she sings a song looking out into this beautiful, on top of a mountain into this beautiful valley. And she says, I want adventure in the great wide somewhere. I want it more than I can tell. And I saw that as a little girl of like 11 maybe, 12 max. And it was just like, this woman, this this grown teenager, she's probably like, I don't know, 20, how old's Belle in 
Beauty and the Beast. She's singing my little Love in Your Heart song. Like, that is me. I want adventure. I want to go all the places and do all the things. And so I have always been someone who loves adventure. I am day-to-day a very strategic, logical planning person in my day-to-day work life, but there's a huge part of myself that is such a dreamer and an adventurer in spirit. And from a little girl, I decided that the way I was going to do that is in two ways, reading and dreaming about the characters that I read and, and felt close to, and then as soon as I got old enough, traveling. And so I tell people the love of my life isn't necessarily a man or a partner, it is travel. That going places and seeing new things has been just the best part of my life, has been one of the best parts of my life. And what I love about travel and what I love about, what I love about travel is that it allows me to be an adventurer. It holds for me possibility and it brings me joy and it makes me brave and It is like a new thing every day and I love that so much and it energizes me and at the same time brings me calm and peace and focus that I don't have when I'm back in my routine and and living my life. And so the thought for this episode today came to me because I found some old travel pictures this weekend and I realized that I'm probably not going to be traveling for quite some time and I got all this sadness right this wave of sadness passed over me because it's something that I love so much and then I immediately started thinking one I can't be alone on this that there are other people who are grieving things I know I'm not alone on that that we are all grieving things that we've lost that we used to do before but then the other thought that came to me is but there might be something we can do about that how can I bring that feeling I know I can't travel But how can I bring the feelings associated with travel, the feeling of hope and joy and possibility and have adventures while still in this new strange normal that we find ourselves in or in any difficult time that I may find myself. And so I sat down to thinking about how I would do that for myself and then I wanted to share that for you as a kind of a guide in your life that maybe it'll be useful and so there were three things particularly that I used that I found to be helpful in bringing that spirit into my life and that I'm going to do to bring it. The first thing is try something new. I decided that I wanted to try new things and I've been doing that since I've had to be more socially isolated. I've taken up new hobbies. I've got an adult crafting subscription box. Things I never thought I'd be saying in 2020. But I did. I got an adult crafting subscription box. Four words in my vocabulary now. And I have been doing crafts. And I'm going to be doing some with friends. And I have a sister-in-law and I are going to do a project together. But I wanted to try something different that I hadn't done because that's a new adventure. That's a new thing or skill. And it doesn't matter if I'm going to be good at it or not. It just matters that I'm doing it. And then I try to conjure up some of the feelings that I have when I go traveling and when I go on those bigger adventures that I find those feelings even in the small things I do. I've started decorating my apartment 
I put it off for so long and I'm terrible at decorating. I love interior design and decoration, but I'm super lazy. It's not like my thing. I don't do it. I I think about it. I buy things and then they kind of sit until I move again and I move a lot. So I thought now's the time, no excuses, I'm going to start decorating and so I did. And so one of the things again is try something new. Inject adventure into your life in new things. What are some things you can try now and do now that you haven't done before that opens up an opportunity to try? There are all kinds of subscription boxes you can do. There's all kinds of services you can try. There's games. There's ways of connecting with people. Try something new. The second thing I thought about and I've been doing and will continue to do more of is when I started thinking about what I missed, particularly traveling and traveling in Europe, for example, which is like a home for me in a lot of ways. I started thinking, well, how can I bring that in to my life? And so the second thing I recommend is taking the things that you love and simply adjusting them to the times that we're in. So for me, traveling is not something I'm going to be able to do the way I used to do it. But there are still some small ways I can travel. I can go to different places. I've looked up places that are much more secluded, a cabin in the woods. I'm totally into that as well. A cabin in the woods is not Europe, but it's still an adventure. It's something new. It's something I can do. And if I can't leave my apartment, the other thing I've done is I have bought all kinds of decorations that remind me of Europe. I am taking virtual tours on the internet of museums in the Louvre has a virtual tour. I've taken the tour of the Kukanoff Tulip Gardens in the Netherlands, which I loved and saw in person. So places that I have loved, I'm virtually re-exploring because it's the closest I can get and I'm just adjusting that so I can still feel that adventure and a little bit of that possibility. And it's really important that I say at this point that I'm a pragmatist above all things. Yes, I'm a dreamer and I have all the dreams, but I do live in reality. So I'm not saying that you're going to be able to perfectly replicate the things that you have lost temporarily during these stressful times or that you may lose during a difficult time in your life, period. But the feelings... Even a little bit of that feeling of adventure, a little bit of that feeling of possibility or hope goes a long way. The third thing I recommend is adventuring is always better with a plus one. So bring people into your adventure. Even when I solo traveled, which I love, and that could be a whole podcast about traveling and all the places I've been and my favorite travel stories and by myself and all the adventure that that held for me, I still had contact with people. I still ended up seeing people, whether I met them on the plane ride or I went to a restaurant and someone was there chatting with me or I went on a tour. I always made friends. I always made connections. And that made the trip all the richer for it, even if it was just short connections. And so adventure is better with a plus one. And so when you try these different things, find ways to bring people into your mini adventures. Find little games you can play virtually with people you love or friends. 
chat with them about past travel journeys and the feelings that we had then, plan for a future time that we can travel again, bring a plus one with you or plus two or plus three. Adventure is better with another person. And so it's not perfect, these three suggestions, but they work. Trying something new, adjusting the, the adventure and the love that you had to your current circumstances, finding ways to bring and adjust those feelings in, and then having an adventure with a plus one, making sure that you keep connected to people and bring them into your adventure. It helps to preserve those feelings of joy and hope that are missing lately. And I'm here to tell you there is joy to be had and there's joy to be found despite the horrors of what we have gone through and what may we may go through even in the future. We don't know what it holds good and bad, but there are still good moments and we can still bring that with us wherever we go. And even wherever we go is from our bedroom to our couch and back again, or outside to play with our children, or walking in the yard or up and down the street. If that's where we go, we have to find a way to bring those feelings with us. And so it's with that that I encourage you, my darlings, let's be adventurers. So that's it for our episode this week. I'm glad you're here with me. I want to, again, thank you for taking the time to listen and challenge you to think about ways to bring ease and gentleness into your self-care routines. I really think you should have one. It needs to be a part of your weekly plans. Just like you plan to go grocery shopping or Instacart in my case and order in, whatever you do, self-care needs to be on that list. But it needs to be done this this week. I'm challenging you to think about doing that with care and gentleness and ease and not hustling through that like you do a list of chores. And then we talked about three ways to be adventurous, even in less than adventurous circumstances, because really what we're talking about is how to have possibility and joy and maybe a little bit of bravery even, how we can bring those things into our lives no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in. And so that will do it for us on the Bird Bright podcast this week. You can find me on Instagram, as always, at Burn Bright Podcast. I have a website at letsburnbright.com where you can find more info on self-care, mindfulness, and burnout prevention. And then this podcast itself is on a host of platforms so many platforms too many to almost name right now we're iheart stitcher and pandora but just a couple to focus in on apple and google podcast as well as spotify you can subscribe and if you feel moved to please feel free to leave a review if you find any of this helpful so i can continue to bring you each week new ideas new concepts around self-care and fresh content so until next Please, please take care of yourself.